I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason on Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you today, and I am Boyd Matheson. Uh, if you missed any of the show today, you want to make sure you check out the podcast. Go to kslpodcast.com, click on Inside Sources, and you can go through all the segments of the show. Go back and give it another listen, share it with a friend. And you missed a couple of things if you've missed the show thus far. Uh, we had uh, Lisa Gable, former uh, U.S. ambassador to Japan, a former U.N. delegate, uh, and someone who travels around the world talking about leadership, particularly in challenging times or when things are going south. And uh, Ambassador Gable just had some uh, some great insight for us in terms of how you lead in that situation, regardless of whether you have the title of leader or not. Uh, you can lead from any point on the compass. And we all have to recognize that uh, leadership happens as we make it happen, especially when things are going south, when things are uh, a little uh, unraveling or a little bit dicey. Uh, that's when the, the real opportunities step up. But you have to be ready for those. You have to be ready to step into those. And we always go back to the, the thought that the day the journey begins is not the day the journey begins. It's that preparation. Uh, we talk about President Zelensky and what he's done in Ukraine. And it was interesting. The ambassador pointed out that his leadership had not been all that great when it came to just pure governance of the country prior to the war. Uh, they still had problems of waste, fraud, and abuse within the government. I think we have some of that in our country as well. Uh, and so there were some things that were struggling inside of Ukraine. The moment came, though, and President Zelensky as a master communicator and as someone who had paid the price to create this very diverse national identity of really looking at nationalism as a pluralistic thing, bringing together all the ethnicities and languages, the faith traditions, uh, and bringing people together in this love of the country of Ukraine and what they all bring to it. And that kind of communication is so lacking uh, where we're so caught up in the divisiveness. If you missed the last segment, we just had David Beer on from Cato Institute, and he got to be a witness at a congressional hearing. And as he shared with us, he confirmed what we have been saying, and that is congressional hearings should no longer be called congressional hearings because nobody is listening. The members of Congress are there to make their statement, to get their social media moment, and hopefully to land themselves three and a half minutes on an evening cable news network. So very little listening going on. And that often prevents us from getting to the conversation we need to have. And we get so wrapped up in all of the rhetoric, the divisiveness, the fake fights, false choices, all the things that prevent us from having the crucial conversations we need to get to as a country. And I like the fact that David Beer said, hey, maybe we should change the way these committee hearings are done. And I think that's worth exploring because they're clearly, clearly not advancing the cause of whatever the hearing is for. The hearing that David Beer was a part of was about the border and about the fentanyl crisis. But nobody wanted to hear what any of the witnesses really had to say. 
And so does that advance any kind of policy discussion when the members are either yelling one thing or another, where they take out of their five minutes of allotted time, they take four minutes and 37 seconds to talk and then maybe let the witness have that extra 23 seconds that's left over? That's not a hearing. Uh, It's a really bad lecture. And it's not good for the republic. So we have to change that kind of of leadership uh, and understand uh, what it is that we're really all about and where we really want to go. Well, I want to close out today uh, with a, a principle. And the principle is really centered on this idea of just having a good old-fashioned routine and the discipline of rituals. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, some great perspective uh, from uh, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, uh, of course, who passed away uh, almost two years ago now. Um, but some great perspective in terms of the real creative people, but the discipline that underlines the creativity. He talked about how Beethoven got up uh, every morning at dawn. Uh, he had a very specific set of rituals that he would do. He actually made his coffee 60 beans, which he counted out himself each time. He would sit at his desk. He would compose until 2 o'clock. He'd go for an afternoon stroll with a pencil and some sheets of music uh, music paper in his hands. Uh, he spoke of others. Uh, in fact, he spoke of one person in the UK, uh, Anthony Trollope, who worked for the post office his entire life. But he got up every morning at 5 o'clock And at 5.30, after getting all prepared for the day, he would be at his desk. And he would write for exactly three hours. And he would produce approximately 250 words each quarter hour. And as he did this, he wrote 47 novels over his career as a postal worker. But it was that discipline, the ritual, the routine of it. Uh, And there are countless people uh, who, through the ages, we look at as these great creative folks. But you have to look back that these creative people often have really disciplined daily rituals. And it's from those rituals that the innovation, the ideas can, can actually move forward. And so when we talk about innovators and pioneers and groundbreakers and trailblazers, all of these uh, new idea kind of people, they usually begin with a really solid set of daily routines. It was the the ritualized, the routine things that created space for the creativity to actually work and to actually happen. And whenever we look at these great breakthroughs or break-withs in history, 
it's usually because somebody had the discipline to sit still long enough uh, or to work at a mundane task long enough that they made it happen. Uh, Rabbi Sachs said that the people who change the world, whether in small or epic ways, are those who turn peak experiences into daily routines, who know that the details matter, and who've developed the discipline of hard work sustained over time. And it's interesting, in our world, we have, we have sort of over-glamorized the big moment, the aha moment, the stand-on-top-of-the-mountain inspiration moment. And while those are all really critical and really important, they're just that. They are a moment. And the test is always, once you've been to the top of the mountain, what do you do when you go back down? What do you do when you're down in the valley? Because the experience is only an experience, and it only becomes something that matters if you can transform it into forward movement and sustained movement. And so that's the test. And so sometimes I think we're, we're often in search of, you know, I'm going to go find myself or I'm going to go on this, you know, long vacation and write, you know, my epic novel. But it's often those great things are only going to come in the day-to-day things that we do. And they actually only come in the discipline of the day-to-day things that we do. So it's that repeated exercise. That's what really gets your brain rolling. And it's only when we begin to, to step back to that. So if you want to have like a real inspiring moment, if you want to have that ins- inspiration, that innovation, that big revelation, then here's, here's the golden rule for that. You got to work at it every day. It's in those small and seemingly simple and insignificant things that the great things are born. That is the soil where it can actually begin to grow and sprout. And, and you can talk to any creative person and they will tell you that there is a, there's a discipline to all of this. And we often don't like to talk about discipline because that just sounds hard and difficult that it might even seem a little bit boring. But it's in that repeti- repetition. Uh, it's the great jazz musician uh, who can be up there on the stage and just be so free-flowing and in the moment. But the only reason they can do that is because they played the, di- the, the discipline price to learn all those scales, to master the notes. And then they, the creativity could come. We need a lot more of that in our schools, in our businesses, and definitely in our governance around the world. All right, I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another 
pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.